Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 25. That's right, we're a quarter of a way there to 100. Damn. You got to listen to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jumbo Media and Promotions. Um, welcome back, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed our last one with Brian Abe. But this week, I have a very special one. Typically, guys, you guys always promote the Jomo Media brand and the True North Racing Podcast brand. But this week, those those are off. We are I got on my young driver's Canadian Vintage Modified swag today. That's right, guys. We are sitting down with the president of the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds and the driver of the number 19. We're gonna sit down with John Carley and talk to him. But of course, guys. Before we do, we're going to have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Let's go. All right, everyone. Just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well as providing off-season, mid-season, and year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. Alright guys, how's it going? Um, hope you guys all had a good week. Um, as you guys know, as I said last week, we got something very, very special happening to this week. Well, that's going to happen just a little bit later in the show. Um, but first off... Uh, Who's getting ready for the season? I want I, I, I want to know who's all getting excited for the season up ahead. I know I am. Um, I'm sure all of you are aware that looks like the May 22nd over at Flamborough Speedway is, is a no-go this year. Um, looks like we're going to have to wait to probably early June to get back to the track. Hopefully um, uh, we're all set and ready to go by then. Um, it'll be June 12th for the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds before we get there. Um I'm I'm looking forward to the season. We talked John and I talked a lot about it the, um in this episode. Hopefully you guys can keep up. Um we do um we do we do jump around a quite a bit in this episode. Um so hopefully you guys can uh keep keep up. Uh just as always guys, um we're going to jump in this episode in just a couple minutes here. Um uh I always added at the end, but I'm going to add it here this, this time. Um it, uh, if you guys are looking for Jomo Media merch, Jomo Media apparel, or True North Racing Podcast apparel, head on over to our links in our bio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It'll be a link tree link. Uh, click it. Um, should be the first two, I believe, the first two options at the top there. Uh, click it and uh, get yourself some apparel. Um, as I said, I have my Young Drivers Canadian even modified stuff on tonight, but... But I, if I look to my left here and I look to my right, I got a lot of Jomo Media stuff. Um, I got hats, hoodies, sweaters, uh, long sleeve shirts. Um, there's tank tops. There's other stuff as well. Um, so if you guys are looking to support the Jomo Media brand and our in this podcast, head on over, get yourself a T-shirt, support it, let us know, take a picture of it, and uh, uh, take us in it on on Instagram or Facebook or, or social media, guys. Let us know how you guys like our, those shirts too. Um, I'm happy with them. I'm happy with Epic Racewear for um, helping helping me set up that store, um, getting that store set up for me so that we can uh, so we can sell some apparel for you guys. Uh, I I was excited for this for quite some time now. So um, 
head on over, get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, hat. Um, yeah, guys. Um, yeah, so I I said last week, um, this is our last Wednesday show. Unfortunately, you guys, this is our last Wednesday show. From here on out, the show will air Tuesdays. All right, so check it out. Uh, make sure uh, you guys are checking, taking a look on Spotify on Tuesdays. Um, that is when we're going to be having this ep- these podcasts drop. So next week, it'll be Tuesday, not Wednesday. Next Wednesday is our first episode. That's right, guys. We're there. We are ready to go for our first episode of The Driver's Seat with Caitlin and Michael. And I've got some great stuff for you guys. Here, dropping right now, is the trailer for The Driver's Seat with Caitlin and Michael. Let's check it out. Welcome to the driver's seat with your hosts, Caitlin Wallace and Michael Kenny. In three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the trailer of our new show called The Driver's Seat with Caitlin and Michael. Hi, guys. I'm Caitlin Wallace, and I drive B45 Mini Stock at Flamborough Speedway. My co host for this show is. Hey, I'm Michael Kenny, driver of the number 07 Canadian Vintage Modified. We're excited to bring you this new podcast about mini stock racing right here in the heart of Southern Ontario. We'll talk about our friendship and how it's grown over the past number of years. Throughout the race year, we will also talk about our weekly battles on and off the track. Not only will we be talking about mini stock racing, we'll also be talking about pure stocks and other racing topics throughout the year. Hold on. You also forgot that... We will be talking to some of our fellow competitors and asking how their weekend was at the track. On top of that, each week we will be we will also be picking mini stock drivers from Flamborough, Sunset, Peterborough, Barney, and Grand Bend in a friendly competition that I'll win. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Make sure you guys go follow Jomo Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jomo Media for all the updates on the driver's seat. Lastly, check out all the Jomo Media store and support the Jomo Media brand. Get yours today by checking out the merch link in bio. We look forward to this amazing journey with you guys. And we can't thank John Morrison and the entire Jomo Media production team for producing this podcast. We hope you guys tune in um, for our first official show of 2021. Once again, guys, I'm Caitlin Wallace. And I'm Michael Kenny, and this is The Driver's Seat. See you guys. Bye, everyone. All right, guys, that was the trailer for our new show, The Driver's Seat with Caitlin and Michael, which air- debuts, debuts. Next Tuesday, man, you guys have no idea how excited I am for this. Um, it has been a long time coming. We've obviously announced that a, a couple of months ago here, um, but is now coming to fruition. We are now in final production, and I am getting all, everything all geared up for that show. Um, I gotta talk to them. Maybe they might come on next week episode uh, next week for uh, a few minutes, and uh, we'll have a little ch- sit down and. Uh, See what we can expect from the show before the, their before their first show airs. Um, hopefully, you guys are excited for that. Uh, their trailer is out now. Um, head over to Anchor.fm, uh, subscribe to it there. Hopefully, as soon as it's out, it's going to be uh, distributed 
to Apple, Google, Spotify, or in wherever you guys can get um, your podcast from. So keep an eye out uh, for when that trailer drops. So you guys, I will have the links available as they are uh, made available to me um, as we do put, uh, get the subscription or the as we do uh, provide it through um, uh, Anchor.fm, guys. Uh, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. So let's go. Let's jump right into our episode. We're going to jump right in now with John Carley. So let's sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, guys, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with John Carley. John, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Jonathan? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, so last time we chatted, it was just the beginning of the off season, And now we're, what, four months later, four, uh, seven months later almost now. <laughs> Um, and we're almost no better off from November knowing what was happening to now even. Um, so how's your offseason been? Uh, it's been exciting. Uh, a lot of a lot of things have happened in the offseason. Before you get into the club aspect of it and all the rest, uh, from my personal team, I, at the end of last year, I bought the 25 car uh, of Max Wright, uh, Max and John Wright. And... I put, um, well, I guess it wasn't at the end of last year. It was the beginning of last year. Uh, it I, was um, July. Thank you. It was July it's and a, August there. It's a good thing that you pay attention to what goes on in my <laughs> life. Every, everything rolls together. With the COVID thing, Like it's so frustrating. As, as president of an organization, as owner of two cars, it's so frustrating. And, and it's frustrating for all the other teams out there, too. We all want to get to the track. Uh, but we want this thing to be over. We want to get back to being normal and we're, we're on the way to that. So uh, let's hope, I, I think we're going to see that the lockdown, the lockdown, the shutdown, whatever you want to call it is going to get extended tomorrow. Well, I don't know when you're going to air this. So again, uh, today is Sunday. Tomorrow we'll probably get a, um, a press conference that says that they're going to extend it for two more weeks. So that would take our opening day from May 22nd to Ju- June 12th. If, All I'm right. not, if I'm not mistaken, I think June yeah. 12th is our next show. Yes, it is. Uh, APC's already canceled their uh, May 22nd opening day at sunset. Yep. So I, I, I'll be surprised if we don't move ours to June 12th. Uh, I would say I'd like, I'd like to be racing now, but um, so with buying the 25 card to go back, cause I'm going to go off like I normally do, uh, That's I bought, okay. the tw- bought the 25 car. Um, we took it to, we, we blew the motor up. That was in the 25 car. Uh, there were, there was, uh, um, I don't know whether there's some mechanical issues, whatnot, but it ended up that that motor just let go. So we had a, discussion i had a discussion with my team and uh they wanted they didn't want to do a two-car team uh, my team has not wanted to do a two-car team from the start because the amount of time it takes to for one car yep um so i i the agreement was that adam and connor would work on that car and my team doesn't have to work on it yet once we decided to take the 19 car that had a year old chassis under it that I rode the wall with. We've cut the rear clip off, put a new rear clip, front, cut the front clip off, put a new front clip. Uh, Mike Westwood at uh, Westwood Speed Shop, Speed Shop 
uh, it's a striker chassis. So we took it out to him and he cut, he, he cut the back end off and me and him put a new front, our new rear end front clip on it. Uh, and then we took the 25 body and put the 25 body on the 19 chassis and adjusted that. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been putting the tin work on that. So Adam and Connor uh, struck a deal with Burger Barn in uh, Schwiegen. Oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have said. Maybe, it's I out don't there. Know it is out there. Is it out, is it out there? Yeah, I, it's out I there. I couldn't remember whether that was. So, <laughs> and if it wasn't, it is now. Um, so Burger Barn, uh, which I, I love their burgers. And if you get a chance to. To get down to a weekend, it's my yearly thing. Typically, yeah, uh, my dad lived in Brantford. We would go to Burger Barn just after New Year's as a as a family day between uh, me and my kids and my dad. And nice. I've been a couple times there now, and it's absolutely delicious. Well, I'll tell you what: in this, in once we get back to being somewhat normal, uh, we will take the 19 and the 44 car is what the number will be. We will take the 19 and the 44 car. And we will invite all of your supporters, all the CBM supporters, whoever can come down. Uh, if if the Hill family is well, we'll uh, we'll open it up to any hobby car and maybe do a, a vintage modified display down there and uh, yeah, and, awesome. and the dirt cars, like because we're all friends. Yeah, you know uh, the dirt. The, the, there's always that fight between the dirt guys and the asphalt guys. But in reality, we're all friends. Walk through either one of the pits, we know you know half of the people in the pit. So I, I find the uh, the battles more or less between the fans, not the uh, not the competitors, not the not the competitors. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, but you know what? The fans they're the ones who pay the bills. So let's let's keep stoking that stoking that argument. Exactly. Dirt, dirt's for potatoes and asphalt's <laughs> for getting there, and asphalt's for racing and blah blah blah. blah. Um. That being that being said, I, I think it's awesome. So they so they're, they're putting a crate motor in that car. Okay. Uh, uh, it already has coilovers on it, but that was all readjusted and the pickup points were all fixed. So that car is going to be competitive with Connor driving it. Yep. Uh, me and Mike have struck a deal and uh, at Mike Westwood, and we built the number three. So it's still the number nineteen, but it's his number. His third, uh, third build of a hobby Canadian vintage modified striker chassis. Okay. So uh, it's a brand new chassis, brand new everything on it's brand new. Oh wow! Um, so pretty, pretty excited about getting that car out to the track. Um, so we get, we got two competitive cars that that are going to be out. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, you guys have obviously been busy, obviously be- between building two cars and and getting them all ready. How close are you guys to? Let's say tomorrow the the government comes out and says we're going back, right? You know, everything we can go back to racing. racing. That How we can go close back are to you racing. guys? If we were to say that May twenty second opening day happens, yeah, uh, the forty four car one hundred percent will be ready. Okay. Um, we we finished all the tin work. Yes, today Sunday, uh, Friday afternoon we finished all the tin work. Uh, it has a couple of uh, suspension points that still need to be adjusted, uh, and then it has to go. Adam's got to take it down to Jimmy Swear Shop, 
he's going to paint it. Nice. Then it's got to go over to Steve Lyons' shop at Creative Signs and Graphics uh, and get lettered. It will be ready for May 22nd. The 19 car, uh, ho- the, the way we're working it right now, everything's done mechanically, all the wiring, all the gauges, everything's on the car. It needs tin, the balance of the tin work. So the nose, the hood, the side panels, the rear panel, the bumpers and airbars are already done. They need to be painted. The balance of the car needs to be painted. We're not painting the chassis. Okay. Um, there is a rule in the club that the chassis has to be painted and presentable within two weeks uh, of showing up. But the car is, for argument's sake, the car is a rat rod look. So uh, that's part of the paint job is that the, the chassis is not going to be painted. Okay. So, yeah, we won't get into any more of the details on it. Uh, we got we got a couple of pokers in the fire and and we'll see how it's all going to come together. But the car is going to look pretty uh, pretty mean. It's going to look pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new design, the new look, and the new season. Um, oh yeah. A, as a team owner and as a driver, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's good. Now, obviously, you know we we're gonna we 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 you got you touched on your driving and. and what you're looking forward to in kind of 2021 and, and with Connor driving behind the wheel, what are we going to look at from the club side on how 2021 is looking so far? Uh, car count is through the roof. I have, I have commitment. So last year, our opening day, we had 23 cars yep. on, on opening day. Uh, many, many people in the hobby world and in the racing world didn't believe that that could happen. They, they, they thought best, best case, we're going to have 16 to 18 cars. We showed up with 23. I'm pretty proud of that. We had oh, yeah. 24 cars show up through the course of the three events that we did run. Um, uh, we would have been four events, but we got rained out that last one. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> sadly. I mean, oh. with, with all the, all the, uh, but you know what? It, it's COVID. Yep. We, we, uh, everybody out there that wants to argue one way or the other, it's COVID. It's a world pandemic. It's not one government, one person, one group. It's COVID. We're all in this. So yep. um, I went and got my shot Tuesday. So uh, I'm on the way to being vaccinated. Let's let's move forward so we can get back to being normal. 100%. Uh, that being said, um, this year is going to be different. Uh, we still got COVID is still in the works, sadly, but uh, I'm, my mind still, I, I try to be as positive as I can. And I still think by the beginning of July, uh, which would make our opening day, July 3rd, yep. I still think come July, uh, Hamilton is going to be in the green or yellow and they're going to have 30 to 50% fan capacity. And John has already told me that if he has 30 or more percent capacity, he will open the track as normal. So it won't be 250 a car like it is. It will be X number of dollars to get in the pits, X number of dollars to get in the grandstand. Come on out and enjoy the show. Once this gets going, we need everybody to like, come to the track. Yeah. When, once we get back to normal, Flamborough Speedway, Sunset Speedway, Salvo Speedway, whichever track, 
needs to be packed. Yeah. We need to show these promoters that, that thank you very much for staying open and, and for keeping racing going. They could, every one of them could have shuttered it. Every one of them could have said, look, uh, I, I can't afford to do this. For those, yeah. for those fans, or not, not the fans, for those, because the fans miss racing and they want to come to the track. But for those race teams that go on social media and piss, moan, and whine about um, it, promoters wanting $250 a car and it costs too much and it's this, that, and the, they still have to pay staff. They still have to pay their, 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 their land taxes. They yep. still have to pay their insurance. They still they have they have hard costs that have to happen. Two hundred and fifty dollars a car doesn't cover all of that. No, like it, or or it just covers it. But you know what? If if you want to be a business owner and join and go buy a track, go buy a track, and then and then run it and then have the same argument. You're not going to exactly. So, so we need to. Every team out there, whether it's our division, whether it's any other division, um, anybody who's the, I don't know how to word this. I don't know how to word this without poking the bear, but. Uh, I mean, why it might as well, right? Well, that's the way I see it. Well, that's kind of who I am. So yeah. Um, all, all the, like, the, like the pure stocks, um, Nicole run, runs like she's the one who's heading up uh, how the pure stock like from a Flamborough point of view. Yeah, right. So she's she's bending over backwards to try and make that a success and to try and help. So yep. so help her out. And and when you get to the track, whether it's practice or whether it's the 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 racing a, a competitive night, go up to John and Frank, thank them. You know what? They're not trying to rip you off. They're 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 trying to keep racing alive. Yeah. So whether you so if you're at Salvo when you see Paul Gresel, walk up to him and thank him. Thanks thanks for putting the effort in. You know when when you get over to Sunset, thank them. Thanks yeah. for your help. Um, and so I say Nicole, but then like John Schwartzenberg at uh, with the mini stocks and all the work that he's done. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, Rich has done a good job over there with that as Rich, well. Rich, sorry, I, I yeah. said John. I said John, but Rich. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the amount of work that he's put in, and he's got frustrated because he takes all the crap from the keyboard warriors that want to just put down everything he does. You know, he he he's not getting paid to do what he does. No, Nicole's not getting paid to do what she does. I'm not getting paid to do what I do. So. We do it for the love of the sport, and we're going to continue to do that. But with that, I don't want a pat on the back. I, you know, if you come up to me and say, thanks for rebuilding the hobby club, those that have said that to me, I'm very humble, I guess would be the word. I, yeah. I, I didn't do it to get you to like me. I did it because I love the sport, and I love the style of cars that we race. A hundred percent. Like, they in my opinion, like a, a, every single person who had a, a hand in getting us back to the track last year definitely deserves a big, huge thank you. The owners, the promoters, you know, all the way down to even, even the staff up in the concession stands who have to still, who, who are, who are still making those burgers for us, especially at Flambro. Um, You know, those it's, 
it's so easy for everyone to criticize what they're doing when you're not in charge of it. But until you're in charge of it, it's so hard to actually um, put it in. It's so hard to actually put it in a uh, fall. Exactly. Put it, put it yeah. Because it, it, it's easy. So we talk about Flamborough because that's where we raise that. Exactly. Right. When you go to a, a week and it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, the, the people that are cooking the burgers and cooking the food and, and you know, Clinton and managing the place and being around they're doing what they can to make it a success and to make it good for the fans. Exactly. So you, you, you can't be happy with everything. No, but they try to piss off people along the way. Yep. That's the way it always happens. You know, Adam, Adam Ross and, uh, Oh, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay for this. (laughs) I'm going to pay for this. Who's who's his partner on the mic at us weekend? Uh, uh, Calnin. Yeah, uh, Greg. 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 Oh, sorry, Greg. <laughs> um, uh, you know they say stuff during the race event that's controversial. Yeah, they're not trying to do it to stir the pot and get people upset. They're they're doing it to get people to talk and and be part of the whole thing. So. Yeah. It, racing isn't just the cars on the track. It's the whole, the, the whole community, like the family and the, so going back. So I did the same thing. I went off the rails <laughs> and I went, I saw a squirrel and I followed it. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the club. I'm not going to um, stop you. So like, there's I, no way I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. I, I know. And, and people are going to be listening to this and go, yeah, that's John. And it is <laughs> because um, once you get me going, I just get going and off the rails, but uh, car count. We had 23 cars at opening day. I do believe that if we opened May 22nd or June 12th or July 3rd, whatever the date comes, we will have 25 plus cars on opening day. I believe I believe that. I believe that we will have 32 cars show up through the course of the season. So okay. we start racing July 3rd with a regular Flamborough schedule. I think it turns out that we have 11 shows. Something like that, yeah. Yep. If we still remain on the COVID schedule, I think it's six. Yeah. Um, our, our thought process, my thought process, uh, and talking to my committee was we're going to pay and talking to two uh, young drivers, young drivers of Canada, who's our title sponsor. Uh, we have a $10,000 points fund still sitting there to be paid out. Uh, I talked to Jared Morphy and his mother, Faith, uh, who control the sponsorship. Yep. And the agreement was, if we're allowed to race this year, that we will pay out the $10,000 points. So there are no no drop nights. Uh, If we have 8, 10, 12, 15 nights, you need to run the best you can, and we will pay out the points. Uh, it sounds like if we do a COVID, if we go back to like the red, yellow, and so on, it, I have to talk to them this week because it sounds like the agreement that the tracks are trying to put together with the government is that we can't run a points fund. Okay. You can't, you can't have a points fund. Uh, you, you can't make a team, you know, so if the driver, and I'm going to use the number 56 because we don't have a 56. All right. The driver of the 56 car has uh, a fever of 103, a runny nose, isn't sure he's got COVID. We don't want him coming to the track yeah, and, and infecting other people. 
if he's in a point fund situation, he would have to come to the track. He would be forced to come to the track in order to maintain. If he was running third in points, I, he has to come. Yeah. Or, or he's going to lose his point status. And we as competitors, that's the way we look at it. We're still going to go to the track. So uh, the, the, the agreement that's trying to be worked out is we can't have a points fund for that reason. We don't want to force any crew member or team or driver to show up at the track when they're not feeling well. If you're not feeling well, don't come. Yeah. Don't, don't, I don't care. You know what? I would rather show up and it would hurt me to see us show up with 12 cars. But if, if we showed up with 12 cars because 13 cars didn't feel well, they had a fever, they had whatever, yeah. I would sooner them not spread the COVID and, and, and let's deal with it. So, um, that's where we're at. When it comes to the COVID end of it, we can't right now, legitimately, we can't pay out the points. Fund. We can't okay. force guys to come. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see any team in any division feel like you have to come to save racing and put other people at risk. We're going to save racing regardless. We're going to get through this. There's and, enough and, people. Yeah. There's enough people of us out there that are, are willing to support the, the local racing here and especially in Southern Ontario and not just fit not just uh, crew members, fans, media people. It, it goes even to the fan side. There's still fans out there. Like I, I go look, go look back on G force and see how many people have actually sat there and watched um, June 22nd uh, and all the races they've covered. Watch how, June twentieth, sorry, not June twenty second. Twentieth. I was gonna correct you because that's I rode the wall that day. <laughs> I, that day is embedded in my brain. I'd like hey. to know how many people have watched that video, but I mean, it was it. It's pretty cool. It, it was pretty wild. That was a wild ride you took going down in turn one. Just gonna point that out. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Uh, striker chassis. Mike Westwood built an awesome car. Yeah, put the safety equipment in it. I walked away from that. I hit. Adam makes a comment in the uh, in the broadcast. I'm lucky I didn't hit that butt end of the second wall when I was up. I did. Yeah. If you slow the video down, oh, first off, you? if you slow the video down before I get up on the wall, yeah, the car starts to roll into traffic. The two wheels that were on the wall start coming off the wall, and it starts to roll into traffic. So I turn, I turn to get the car to go up the wall to keep me from rolling into the field. But when I got up on top, there's a puff of white smoke that when we got the car up on the jacks afterwards, the, the butt end of that wall hit the right rear axle tube and then the right rear frame rail at the back and bent the hell out of everything at the back of the car. Like it was, and pulled the drive shaft out. So. Oh, wow. Now I'm definitely going to have to go back and actually slow it down. Almost go by frame by frame. I, that's what I did. It's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And in the car, like yeah. it would, it, we had a camera, but we didn't, it wasn't working. It, I wish that that camera was working. Cause that would have been a wild ride. It was a wild ride and, and I'm safe and I'm fine. I'm as crazy as I've always been. And, uh, I walked away from it and yeah. And, and that whole night was a good night. It was a good night of racing in all the divisions. Uh, it looked good on TV. It looked good on TV. It looked good on G-Force. Yeah, Hopefully we can get a couple of more of that uh, through the course of this season. 
this I season or next season, whatever. Yeah. Would definitely love to see them back. They definitely bring uh uh G Force definitely brings a, a certain key element to the um uh to, to especially bringing uh attention to the especially to the especially to the CVMs. Yeah. Um you almost feel it, in years past they feel like a, a forgotten club and, and forgotten series, so to speak. And now it's uh it's making a big comeback in a lot of ways. And well for years, for years, rightfully so, we just we we deserve to be a forgotten club. We we let ourselves and I and, and I said it in the last podcast. I, I'm not gonna point my finger at any one committee or president or uh, yeah. staff. We as an organization made decisions and allowed ourselves to go down the rabbit hole where we went from 36 cars and 36, 38 events a, a season to running 10, 11, 12 races with 10, 11, 12 cars like that. Yeah. That's not at that point, we may as well pack it in. Yeah. Pack it in. We're done. So uh, I've been fighting for 15 years to rebuild this club. And yeah, we're uh, we're back. We're, we're, we were a force in racing. When when we traveled and we had the, the car count, uh, the promoters, we had power in racing. We we yeah. you know the promoters listened to us and listened to the way we thought about racing and what we thought needed to be done. Um, I don't know whether we whether we have that back yet, but as a club and as a racing organization, we're back. And we're proud. We're proud to be back. I get text messages on a weekly basis from the teams that are building cars. Like we have some of them I can't talk about because the teams that are building the cars don't want. There's a couple of cars that are being built that are supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. So I, I can't put those names out there. I don't know how far along those cars are right now that, that are the surprise cars. But if I if I if I'm if my memory works right, right now we have five cars being built. Okay. So like five new cars. So Mike Wester built another car. He took Brian Atkinson's twenty-five car check, excuse me, chassis. Yep. And took Glenn Lott's Nash, which was a. 27 foot long coach that thing was huge anybody who knows the car it was huge (laughs) and he cut three feet out of the middle of it yeah and shortened and made it a made it a coupe um and if you go on his facebook page you you gotta scroll down but you'll find it yeah Uh, that car's for sale right now it's just got the tin work on it it's got a six cylinder 250 in it um, from the six car of Adrian Donkers, that AJ AJ Pissetti. Yeah, he bought, sold it to me. We put it in that car, so it has Atkinson's chassis with Lot's body, with uh, Donkers six cylinder. Um, my my three speed tranny. And I think it has a quick change. 
Okay. And I, I can't remember. It's got a kick, quick change or no, it's got a, it's got a four nine inch in it because okay. we, we put a set of gears in it too. So that car right now, it's like, uh, as it sits, I think Mike said 8,500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it still needs an interior still needs. It's got a seat in it. Uh, it's not a containment seat, but it's an aluminum seat. Um, but then for, it's 8,500 plus. 85 yeah. or 95. I, I, I don't know. You, you know what? Reach out to Mike. If you're interested in joining the club and, and you want and you want a beginner car, there's a beginner car for you. That's not going to cost you 25 grand. Yeah. Uh, and he'll finish the car, figure out the dollars with him, but he'll he'll finish the car. So that's another car. Uh, and that's a fast another, car too. It was a fast car with the with the the AMC motor that was in it that blew up. Yeah. Um, but the chassis is a good chassis. Like yeah. it's a, it's um, it's a fast. It is. It's a fast chassis. Uh, I was gonna I don't say because uh, Max wheeled that thing to a second place finish in our first race last year. Correct. So it wasn't oh. all just motor. Like the, yeah. the the chassis is a good chassis. Uh, Brian's done a great job. The suspension on the thing is amazing. It's a leaf spring car. It's not a coilover car, but. Brian did the work and, and the, the car works. Yep. Um, hey, nothing wrong with that. Yep. Uh, because time is running out, uh, Mike was going to build another car that if you went to the car show last March, a yep. year ago, a year ago, March, um, he had hand built a 34 Chev. It was a copy of Jeff Kelsey's car. Yeah. Um, which Jeff Kelsey's car apparently was being called a 34 Ford, but some of the old timers in the club have reached out to me and said, uh, we want to correct that. It's actually a 34 Chev. It's okay. The, 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 so Mike had built a replica of that and we uh, we're, will, will allow that in the club because it looks the part. Yep. Um, it's not fiberglass. It's a steel bodied car. Um, so he said he will, if somebody was interested in that, he would build a brand new chassis, a brand new striker chassis and crate motor, whatever, whatever motor you want in it. And uh, that'll be another car for the club. So we're, we're slowly building it up. Like we're, we're getting, we're right now we have 38 cars on our list that are in the works of being done. That's, that's really impressive over having, you know, 12, 13 cars, just a, just a a handful of years. A couple of years. Yep. Yep. So right. the 34 car of Fred Foster, uh, I reached out to him when I was rebuilding and he, him and his son, Mike wanted to put the car back together and bring it out, but they're so busy. And then with COVID, uh, yeah. that whole thing got stuck, but that's another car that's capable of coming out. Doug hood has been working on his car this off season. He's, yep. he has told me he will be out opening day, the 38 car of Doug hood. Nice. Um, Klotz. There's a lot of guys out. Yep, Mark Klotz with the '64 car. Yeah, uh, he he had told me that he was working on it. Now I haven't talked to him since November. Um, yeah, so I don't know where he's at with that. Um, uh, was it going through the numbers? Yeah. Uh, was it Brian? Brian here is uh Brian built a new car, did they not? Brian and AJ Pachetti. Uh, Brian, yes, they did. They're they're in the. They're in the works. I don't know where they're at. Um, um, oh, what's his name? I, 17. Joe. 
Joe Arsenal yeah. uh, had sent me a message probably mid-January we talked and, and they were well on the way of having the car ready. So um, I, don't I haven't know seen any updates right now. Yeah. They've kept it. They've kept it pretty quiet since then. So, yeah. Uh, um, oh, there's a lot and the of... one car was sold of Craig Downey. Okay. Craig Downey's car was sold to, and I don't think this is a secret because it's been, I've, I've read it somewhere, but like pod bought uh, the one car, Craig Downey wasn't going to sell it. It was his father's car. Um, okay. But I don't know. I'm told through the grapevine that the car may be out through the year, but it won't be ready for opening day. Yeah, it needs to some updates because it's it's been sitting for so long. Um, yeah, like we're we're building and the the club's on the way. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, it's a good thing. Oh, 100 percent. It's uh, it's. Since I asked you a year ago to, to to give you guys a hand with 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 uh, media stuff, um, I've definitely seen a huge huge upswing in um, pretty much everything on the media side and, and how people have appreciated the the postings and um, well, you, the information you've done a, you've done an amazing job. Like you, you really you personally have stepped up. Like anything I've asked you to do, you've done. Yep. You, you you took over the the countdown uh, um, Steve Trendle was doing it yep. uh, for a couple of years. And then I took it over and um, added some names and then uh, sent it off to you and you've done an amazing job. And now after, if we have the announcement <laughs> tomorrow, you're going to have to reset uh, and add three weeks or whatever. It oh is no. And, and start over again. But you know what? There's so many people out there that uh, are, are my age or older that don't get to come to the track that really appreciate that. They really get to see, they get to see the names and, and the memories. Yeah. You know, and that's important. I mean, that, that's important as a, as a race family that we get to put that out there for them. Uh, and, and I, and I've said, so anybody who's listening, when you see, those posts on our Facebook page. And if you're not part of our Facebook page, you need to join. We need those numbers to go up. We yes, need we to have 2,500 people on there. That helps with sponsorship. But yep. when you see a number and your father, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your sister, whoever drove the, that number, send the pictures to Jonathan. Yep. Like get So that we can put them in the archives. So going forward, I would love to see that every number that that from from double zero up to uh, well, I, I think back in the day it was three, three digit numbers back yeah. in the day. So um, I'd like to see each one of them have ten cars, ten pictures. You know, even if there is one picture of your dad or your uncle, or whatever, and, and so send more. Yeah, S- send more. We 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 don't care. If if you post and there's a hundred pictures attached to that number, good. Yeah, like that. You know what? The more the merrier. Bring it the, on. The one thing I've been uh, definitely appreciating um, was actually as I'm making up the post for the CVMs. Um, you know, it, it involved a few late nights. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, no, of no scheduling kidding. them. Um, to the point where last was it Tuesday? I finally scheduled off the final like thirteen 
13 or 14 days. I was like, yes, I'm going to be done. As, as far as I know, yeah. May 22nd. No, you're racing. not. No, you're no. not. <laughs> and I've already done it once where I had to quit all of those. And then like, cause I had to actually like sit down and count back to where I have <laughs> to restart it. So, so I don't, so I just delete them and then just, ca- and then restart them again. So people, people that are listening don't understand what you just said. Oh, I know. Scheduling. So on Facebook, you can, when you want to put a post up, you can schedule the date and time when you're in group. right to the right to the minute of when you want yep. it to be posted. Um, because back when I started doing it, I didn't know about scheduling. Yeah. So, so when you did a hundred days before racing, every day you had to go on and put it on. Yeah. And I think it was near the end of that that you told me that about scheduling. It was like, well, I got to try uh, this. It, yeah. It works like I, I love it because like you can just go there quickly type something in and it helps for race days. Yes, because I can create a, something, put it out there on race day. And guess what? I don't have to touch it on Facebook until I get yep. to the track until I have to or, you know, when I wake up and then I have to switch it from Facebook over to Instagram and Twitter. Yep, it's like that's what I find. Like I wake up in the morning. First thing I do before I even have breakfast, I sit there, scan, uh, save the pictures put them into a layout, put them onto Instagram, take that same photo, put it over onto, onto, um, onto the Twitter page. Now, can and, you schedule all of that? Can you, uh, can you, you schedule you like you schedule Facebook? Can you schedule Twitter and Instagram and all of that? Or is that? So I don't think I can because with the Facebook group we have, um, there's no like set person. I, I think it has to be like, it's not linked to, um, I don't think so it's somebody would have to be the, the contact. It, it almost has to be like how my page is, is set up where like, you don't know that I'm posting okay. where it just says Jomo's Jomo media. Yes. So yes. like, it doesn't say my name or anything like that. So I think it has to be done like that way. So then I use um Facebook suite and then I can actually from there, I can actually add it to Instagram, but I can't add it to Twitter, but yet I can, uh, I can't set anything up via Instagram because Instagram doesn't have it but I can share it from Instagram to Facebook and Twitter. Which is weird because Instagram and Instagram and Facebook are the same company. Exactly. You would think that they would be. It is. It is so confusing. So if anyone has any idea of how I can make this better, easier, (laughs) reach out, reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Some days I am dying. But you, so from a club point of view, we appreciate what you do. Um, uh, There's so many people that I need to thank um, and, and without having a banquet, like it's so hard to reach out and say, these are the people that have really helped rebuild the club. It hasn't just been me. It's there's, there's been an out and I want that out there. It's not been John Carley rebuilding the hobby club. It's been a whole group of people. It's people that I talk to that say, yeah, I'm there for you. Whatever you need. Uh, Jared Murphy. Jared Murphy and Young Drivers of Canada, big, big, uh, uh, big deal with the rebuild. Um, Dale Lucas, the 30 car, first first guy to step up and go, yeah, you know what? I, I'll buy that car. And uh, I'm a pure stock guy and I, I want to be out there and I want to come. I've always wanted to be a hobby driver. Yep. And then from him, we got uh, the 53 car, Jeff Kells. And then we got the 07 car, Michael Kenny. Yep. And, uh, 
you know, and then, and then other people started joining. Hey, I want to be part of this. Um, there's so many people and, and, and we just want to keep building it. We're not going on the road. We're staying at Flamborough Speedway because that's the home track. Yep. Uh, you know, the, the, will there be an opportunity for some specials? That's up to the club. So, you know, we've already been offered. We've been offered races at Barney. We've been offered races at Sunset. We've been offered races at uh, Sauble. Um, I haven't heard anybody anything from Delaware. We've been offered more than once. We've been offered Jacasa. Um, is there an opportunity we're not ever going to go traveling is there an opportunity that we can run a couple of a, a special here or there through the through the um, through the summer yeah. yes uh, but I wouldn't do that without knowing that the club's willing to do it yeah right like if, if the teams it wouldn't be a points event it would be a you know who wants to go to uh, Sabo on a long weekend and run a race. I mean, who wouldn't want to go up to Sobble for a long weekend anyways? Like, well, and race you, car, let's go have fun. Well, Paul has said to me that it, if we showed up with 16 to 18 cars, he'd be more than happy. So, yeah. you know, two years from now, when everything's back to normal and we're all good, 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 uh, maybe the July long weekend, we can say, hey, we're going to go up and run Saturday night. So you can go up after work Friday. Yep. Camp right at the track if you want, or at Salvo Falls Tent Trailer Park. Yep. Come on over to the park, <clears throat> and we'll race Saturday. And if it rains on Saturday, we'll race Sunday, and then go home Monday. Yeah. Like he, like he said, he'll he'll arrange for a shuttle bus to take you back and forth to the beach. So anybody who wants to be sitting around the fire and drinking all day Sunday, you want to go down to the beach? Hey, go down to the beach. Yeah. So. Those are the things there's people out there that are willing to work with the club, but from a club point of view, as a club and as a points fund, we are only running Flamborough speed. That makes sense. You kind of so, want to keep it uh, local, but at least you're, you're, you want to keep the points fund local, but you're not will you're also willing to test the waters again, so to speak, and go up and, do a well, I, I don't, I don't want to see, yeah, one offs because I don't want to say test the waters. No, yeah, because, uh, because the to, to say that sounds like we're going to go back traveling. Yeah, uh, and we're not. So, I, I have no problem, I have no problem down the road in offering the teams to say, do you want to go run July long weekend? We're yeah. not running at Flamborough. Do you want to go up? have some fun, take your cars. We'll get paid X number of dollars a car. Boom. Everybody's happy. Yep. Um, let's just put on a show to, to help promote Flamborough Speedway and the Canadian Vintage Modifieds. So we go up and run Salvo. We're doing it to help Salvo Speedway build their crowd, but also to say to their crowd, hey, when you're down Flamborough way, come see us exactly you know same with if we go do sunset come see us come come to flamborough come over to the pits afterwards let us know that you're a sunset regular and you came down just to watch our show that's that is the intent yeah. the intent isn't to go back on the road we have so many teams that want to be based out of flamborough you know what? it just makes sense because it seems like it's a very central hub for yep for everyone and everyone's pretty much in the hamilton kitchener cambridge guelph area 
yep. to begin with. And no one's traveling. Like I, I would feel bad if there was a guy in Delaware. Whoop. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Hit my whole damn mic. Uh, I would hate it for the guy who lives all the way out by like Delaware who would have to go up and run Sobble on a Saturday for, for a points fund. You know, yep. uh, if, if you go up there, that's what, uh, from there it's, it's a good, it's a good hike. I can tell you that. Well, it's, it's two hours from Kitchener. So it's probably three hours from London. Well, hold on. We had, we had Rob Parker from Grand Rapids, Michigan run a hundred percent of our shows that, and I can't remember what year it was, but a hundred percent of our shows. I think he finished sixth in the points. Oh, wow. Like he drove every, and then Samantha Jansen left our club and ran Berlin. Yeah. And ran with the VROA down there. And she drove, their family drove to Michigan every weekend. Yeah. Like racers, racers will do the travel. But 100% they will. I have no doubt in my mind they will. Yeah. I would like to see us, and, and this is just me speaking, this is nothing official. I would love to see us do a, a three race weekend in michigan like we used to i'd like to see us go do galesburg kalamazoo berlin uh i would be auto, totally down auto city i mean it would be nice to do a whole week auto city's got an inside track that's a quarter mile and outside track that's half mile yeah first time we showed up the late model guys are going yeah you guys are running the little track right no we're running the half mile track you guys can't run that and we put on a damn good show so yeah um I, I've always said I'd like to go to Auto City, which is just inside the border at Sarnia, I believe. Okay. Um, but I'd like to see us go do two complete shows on the same night. We'll, yeah. We'll run the whole inside track. We'll come into pits. We'll change gears. We'll go back out, do some practice, and go out and run the big show. The big yeah. show. They, uh, they wouldn't believe it. That would be a lot of fun. I would tell. I could tell you that right now. Well, we've, uh, we've had uh, – the the Michigan trips back in the nineties uh, were memories that I would never give up. You know, I'm definitely sure um, Ed Askin also also can tell me some good stories from back then, eh? Yeah, T.J. Wolsey, <laughs> the Mosses, uh, Jeff Shaw, uh, Jeff Shaw. So we were at a motel in. It, it doesn't matter. It was let's just say Michigan. <laughs> we were at a motel. And the guy behind the counter wanted to go visit one of his friends. He's working. Yeah. Super 8, I think it was. He wants to go visit one of his friends that works at another motel. He leaves Jeff in charge. What? He, he left. He left for like two hours. He's, so we're, we're at the front desk. Jeff's behind the counter. It's like, we're hoping the cops don't show up. But I, <laughs> the guy told him, he goes, Here, here's the key to the supply cabinet. We went out in toilet paper, Ray Hughes' trailer. Oh, man. Um, we called We called Ben Charbonneau and his wife were upstairs, and they had went to bed. They were exhausted. <laughs> well, they were exhausted. We were all drinking. Um, of course, that's we, how every good story starts. Well, we, we called them and told them that somebody was stealing their trailer. So uh, ben, ben come running down. And, of course, we're all standing in the lobby drunk. We got kicked out of the parking lot because the cops had come three times and told us we had to go inside. Oh, man. And that was when the guy was still behind the counter. And then he <laughs> says, I'm going to visit whatever. And uh, told, he told Jeff to look after to look oh, after wow. things. And it was like, uh, yeah, I, just a little bit. Ray, 
TJ Wolsey. Uh, uh, well, I better not tell that story because very uh, incriminating. Well, my there were a lot of stuff that happened. <laughs> this, yeah, some stuff I shouldn't be talking about. No, it, but that that story. Someone don't do that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, we had a lot of fun in Michigan. We uh, we rebuilt a transmission in the bathtub of a motel once. <laughs> because we had a problem and didn't know what it was so uh, it was raining so we took the transmission inside me and my original crew chief uh, and uh, took it apart in the bathtub oh wow uh, fixed it and put it back in the car hey I don't, you, as long as you gotta do what you gotta do right yeah it's fun <laughs> <laughs> now I got now my kind of question is, is obviously there's a lot of difference between the 90s um in how you guys would travel across the border and whatnot compared to nowadays, do you think that would kind of impose a little bit of an issue for the teams to get across? Uh, with COVID notwithstanding, so let's forget COVID is yeah. even part yeah. of the picture. We're not even putting um, COVID in here. I, I think with the with the passports and with the rules now, if you hit the wrong guy, so when you go to the border pulling a race car, just be honest. So. Yeah. In reality, you should have a whole list of what you have in the trailer. It should be all bonded. It should all be signed off. Uh, we never did that. We just pulled up to the, where are you going? Down there to race. Uh, any money involved? Nope. We race for a trophy. Because basically, that's what you're racing for. Yeah. I mean, you get 120 bucks to start the feature. That doesn't even cover your expenses. So you can't say that's a... Um, so it was, no, it was no big deal to go down in the 90s. I think now maybe more so if yeah. you all showed up at the border at the same time, I don't think it would be an issue. Like, it, yeah. like if we were going down on a Friday and we're all crossing at the same border and within a two hour period, there was 25 cars crossing the border. The first one or two are going to take some grief from customs. Uh, the rest aren't, they're going to yeah. go all oh, year following them. Yep. Go. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's harder to get back into Canada than it is to go to the States. So on your way back, it's like, well, did you buy the car in the States? Where's the ownership? There's no ownership. It's a race car. Where's the yeah. serial number? There's no serial number. It's a race car. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. did you, did you buy anything when you're down there? Uh, some liquor and a t-shirt. Like, yeah. Uh, it has to be like under a certain value amount now. And yeah, there's, there's so many rules and I don't know, like, that's kind of the hard thing. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did, we brought six teams up. I think it was six teams to Delaware from Michigan to race with us. And they wanted us to go back down there. And I think two of our teams went, we were yeah. on our way down there, but I had the bus and it broke down. Yeah. could I couldn't go any further. Um, but the, they can cross easier than we can cross. So it, it just, it wasn't, our guys didn't want to do it. They, they don't want the hassle. Understandable. Like it's, so. it always, that's the, that's the one thing I keep hearing. It was always the, uh, especially now with more um, restrictions, I guess you could say at the border. Um, it, 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 it's not really that hard to be like, I'm going across the border race. I'm coming back and you know, tomorrow morning. Right. Like yep. it, it shouldn't be that. Well, they think you're difficult. going down to pick stuff up and bring it back illegally. And it's, yeah, that's not what we're doing, but no, we're, we're we just want to go down over here across the border, you know, yeah. put on a show for some, for, for some people and come back home. Right. Yeah. 
I but mean, I, 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 I loved it. I, I, and, and anybody from that era, all the different teams, like we enjoyed going and racing in Michigan. We yeah. made some, we made some good friends down there. Uh, good lifelong friends. Like I, I still have friends that I race with down there that I, I, I talk to on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but the world has changed and we have to accept that. And hundred percent, the rebuild came and part of the agreement was that we do Flamborough only to, to have that as the hub. And, and I don't have a problem with, it. I have no problem with that being the hub and we build the club and stay at Flamborough. Yeah. I, and that, and that's no disrespect to any other promoter, any other track. So when we talked about leaving Flamborough and going on the road, before that happened, we had a whole bunch of promoters saying, hey, if you ever decide to leave Flamborough, we'll take you as a home track. We'll pay you whatever you need, whatever. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. When we left Flamborough and we called promoters, it was like, yeah, no, we, we're, yeah. Now I'm going to be in trouble for that statement, but that's based in fact. Like, yeah. where were you? You all wanted to support us. We needed to support you weren't there. Yeah. yeah that, it's not payback. We're not going to go run your track as payback. Like Flamborough's the track that we need to support. Yep. And and build up. And we're we're gonna. My goal. My goal was in 2019 to have 24 cars. In 2020 to have 30 cars. And in 2021 to have 35 cars. Yeah. And I think we're there. In 2022, I want to see us have 40 cars. Yep. I want to see us show up at the track and have to qualify for a 24-car field and send guys home and say, yep. hey, you weren't good enough to get in the show. As I said to you last time when we talked, we there's an, a couple of NASCAR drivers, our guys up here from Flamborough, that are willing to drive, that want to drive my car. Yeah. That's still in the works. So I, I'd love to see that up. I'd love to see, you know, guys who are run NASCAR get in a hobby car and it, it's the hobby car is not a joke. It's a real no. race car. It's it it I'm not saying it was ever ever a joke, but it didn't almost it was the perception, I guess you could say, of what the hobby class stood for I'd say 20 years ago compared to what it is now back then it was a, a hobby club it was for you guys to go out have fun and, yep, and, yep. and it wasn't it was competitive but it wasn't as competitive as what it seems to be nowadays if that makes sense uh yep you you i would put any any driver out there any driver any driver in any division yeah it, to get in a hobby car and win the feature is not with with a full field I'm not talking field, about yeah. a six, eight, 12 car field. You, you come when we have 25, 30 cars yeah. and, and get in the car and have to get to the front in 40 laps or 30 laps, whatever we're going to run. Um, it's, it's not, it's no different than trying to run a, a 30 lap late model race and going from 15th to first. Yeah. It's they're, they're fun cars to drive. Have a, uh... I'm not saying ever put a bounty out on someone. I'm sure you guys have done that in the past, but have you guys ever thought of doing a feature where you guys talk, you know, how the late models guy do it as well, where if you go to the rear you get and you make it to the front again, you get X amount of dollars. Have you ever thought about well, doing that again or, 
or doing so, that in general? So to when you do that with a late model, so when a late model, when you have a big late model race, you time yeah. trial and fastest guy starts to pull. Yeah. So when you offer him to go to the back to get a bound to get a bonus to go from the back to the front, that works. Yeah. In the vintage modifieds, if you're the fastest car, you're generally going to start 15th or 18th in the field. Yeah. We start our slow cars. We have a, in the old days, we called them in, in being politically correct. We don't know. It's the first, second, and third heat, but it was a slow car heat, the medium car heat, the fast car heat. Yeah. So if you were top five car, you started in the third heat. So the best you could start in a feature was 15. Okay. Right. Like we don't, we don't allow you to run to start at the front. We make you work your way through the field every week. So the bounty doesn't work. Okay. What we have done in the past in the, in the late eighties, I think it was, they did, they did do a, it was this, the super stocks, I think, whatever it was, it was their top five against our top five. Yeah. And we, as an average, we won. Okay. So it was it was a hobby car. Uh, let's just say late models for the argument's sake. It was a hobby car, late model, late model, hobby car, hobby car, late model. Like there were eight. I think it was eight cars. If you yeah. go, if you Google it, there's a video. There is a video out there of, of that race. I'll have to go. I'll, I'm gonna have to go down a rabbit hole now. Apparently. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's uh, if you reach out to Jeff Kells, I think he's the one who found it and showed it to me, but. Okay. There, there is a video of uh, that night, and it, it's pretty cool. It's because you're running against a, a fender car is going to beat you on the straightaway, and we're yeah. going to beat you in the corner because we yeah. go through the corner better, right? Um, I I don't, you know, in in racing because of social media, you get all the keyboard warriors, and well, you guys, you guys are hobbies, and the pro lates are the pro lates, and. Back in the yeah. day, it was the super late or the kings of everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, you all can have your own opinion, mm-hmm. but the problem with social media is you, your your opinion. You got to base your opinion on fact, and and the fact is our club's growing. Yep. Our cl- club's growing in leaps and bounds. The Oscar, uh, Oscar hot rods are growing in leaps and bounds. I I would love to see us do a show with the hot rods, uh, the hot rods, the Oscar modifieds, and us. Yeah, I think that would be an awesome show. It that would be, be an awesome triple header. Yep. Each uh, each each division run a forty lot feature and. Yep. You yep. know and that I, would be and, awesome. And, and then and then take the top five in each one and put them in the same race. Yeah. Do a, do a ten lap race with fifteen cars and the Oscar modifieds are going to kick all of us because they run they have more power than we do and they're lower to the ground but it would they still run a six oh four right. Uh, they run 602 and 604. Okay. They, they, they get a weight. They get a weight break. Right, right, right. Yeah. But they run a 604 with a four barrel. So we run a 602 with a two barrel. Yeah. Where we can't compete. I ran against them up at uh, Varney uh, for not Oscar Hot Rod, but it was our Oscar Modified. Yeah. It was uh, Gord had invited whoever had a modified. And we went up to just support the show, I guess. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I put a four barrel on ours and and ten inch slicks, and it woke the car up. But <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't compete with them. Yeah, I got hit by one of them and got airborne, and 
Oh wow! Yeah, it went uh, full full sideways in the air and back slammed to the ground. So it that took the wind out of me. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter was six or seven years old, and one, her and one of her friends were up in the flag tower because yeah. uh, I can't Doug Doug. I think his name was Doug. Um, he was a flagman. He invited him up, so I crashed right under the flag stand and I couldn't catch my breath. Like it knocked the wind out of me. Yeah. And I'm looking up at her with a big smile on my face, giving me the th- giving her the thumbs up, going, I, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Like mouthing the words, I'm good. And the firefighter showed up and he blocked the window and I'm pointing at my chest like I can't breathe. And he's going, just calm down, calm down. It'll come. And all of a sudden you catch your breath. It's like <gasps> Yeah. And like it's scary. Scary, but I, those they're fast. The Oscar Oscar modifieds are fast. Yeah, they are. But I think that that would be an awesome show. That that would be a uh, show to look into in the future. Yeah, it'd be cool to do some collaborations and stuff like that as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. We oh. we we have to entertain the fans, right? That that's the goal as a as a sport. Really, we're we're in the racing business. But we're also in the entertainment business at the same yep. time. Yep. We want to race, but like you, you, you got to put on a show to race, right? That, that's that's to me. It's it's you're doing both at the same time. Yep. You know, some some guys race to some guys race to entertain. Yeah. And some, and some guys race because they're competitive and they they're racing to win. That statement. Gets a lot of play on on social media because uh, some people think that the only reason you should be in a race car is to win. Yep. No, there, we have a lot of guys in every division that just want to go out and have fun. Yeah. They, they don't care if they ever win a race. And without those guys and girls, we are in a survive bad, as a sport. bad spot. Yep. You can't have. You can't have 24 cars on the track that all are so competitive they have to win. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're just going to have fights every night. That that group of 24, half of them are just there because they want to have fun and do some laps. Yeah. I, I believe that. And, I, and I've been doing this for 35 years. I've seen it. You know, yeah. I'm, one, I'm one of them. I've, I win races, but you know what? If the car's not there that night, if the setup's not there, I'm happy just doing laps. Yeah. You because there's people out there, I'll be honest, like myself, who have never been able to get behind the wheel of a race car and is jealous of a lot of people who who do have a car to get because I could sit here and be like, oh, they're doing that wrong, they're doing this wrong. But I know once again that car or whatever and, and something happens, I'm like, okay, this is a lot different than I thought it would be. But even still, just the the idea of that there's people out there that will go out there just to make laps and just almost just go out there and have a good time. Um, that's pretty much what the pure stock division is to begin with is you're out there to have fun in a low budget class. You want to be yep. competitive. Yes. But you also, you're there to have fun. That's I mean, it's, it's an awesome feeling to win a race. hundred percent. It but, is. But your statement right there, it's an awesome feeling to go. I get a chance to race. Yeah. I, I get it. And and those are the people that we need in racing. Yep. You're always going to Ray Hughes said uh, years ago, pro- probably. So when I joined the club, it was '89. I was on Charity Screw for a couple of years. So 
88, 87, somewhere between 87 and 90. Yeah. At, at a club meeting, uh, there was a big discussion uh, about intakes. And there was a driver that got up and said, well, he wasn't happy. Well, I'll just leave. And Ray stood up and said, and he was like the top runner of the day. Yeah. Leave. He says, leave. The top five will always be replaced. If you, if the top five left the club today, tomorrow we have a new top five. Yep. The bottom five is the ones that we need to care about. The bottom five leave. We're short five cars. So if you have 35 cars and the bottom five leave, now you have 30. And the next week you piss off another five cars and they leave. Now you have 25 and the next five. Now you're under 24. That's not good. So I won't cater to any one team. And and I've said this before and I get myself in trouble. I will not cater to any one team. You want to come race with the hobby club, come race. Like the young drivers, Canadian vintage modified club, come race with us. You'll be treated with respect. You'll have a great time. You're going to race competitive cars. You're going to have a lot of fun, but don't come in there thinking that, I'm going to bow to you because you have more money than me or because you have better equipment than me or because you have connections. And it doesn't matter. We're all here to race. Yep. So come on out, race, have fun, help us build the club, whether it's supporting us as a fan, a sponsor, a crew, a crew member, a team member, a driver, a car owner. It doesn't matter. We, we need to build racing up and, and it's not just the vintage modifiers. Not just no. the uh, young drivers, Canadian Vintage Modifieds. It's also the pure stocks and the mini stocks and the super stocks and the prolate models. Support the team that you want to support yep. and, and bring your friends to the track. Don't oh, come 100%. on out. Let's, let's pack Flamborough Speedway and right. Sunset Speedway and Sauble Speedway and Delaware Speedway. Yeah. Once I know when we're allowed to have fans back, I'm going to be, uh, we've, we've, it's been done in the past, but I'm really going to go much, much harder on, a uh, uh, pack the stands kind of night. Um, and I'm not focusing just on flam, bro. I'm going to focus on every track, every track, every track. They all need our support. I, I, if I could, I would, if I could, you know, this weekend, COVID, no COVID's allowed. Delaware Friday night, uh, uh, you know, sunset or Flamborough Saturday night and whoever runs Sunday, Grand Ben's run Sunday next yep. week. I'm, j- I'm going to Oshwegan yeah, then up yep. to, up yep. to don't sunset. forget Oshwegan, Merrittville, right. You know, uh, Umberstone, Brighton. Like all, all those, every one of those tracks needs our support. A hundred percent. They all need, they need us now. Uh, uh, the fans more now than ever before. Well, they need because, us to come back because out. of COVID, there's there's there is a whole group of our fans that have found other stuff to do. Yep. And teams. There's a, there's teams out there that, oh wow, I I spent more time with my wife going to movies and or going to sitting at home watching Netflix or yep. Amazon or whatever. Uh, I can't say going to movies because with COVID you're not going to movies, <laughs> but I'm finding other stuff to do. Yep. I don't need to go to the track every week. So COVID has really hurt our sport. It has. And, and we need as, as all of us 
and you can't just put it on the teams because we try and get people to come as much as, as much as anybody like, come on, don't watch me race. Yeah. People, the, when you get to the track, your announcer, your promoter, your track facility needs to entertain the people that are in the stands. There's, 100%. They, they, if, if they come to the track and there's a low and they're sitting there for 20 minutes in between. So the one thing I like about dirt and Doug Leonard's really good with it is checkered flag falls on heat number one. Yep. Cars are going off in turn one. Cars are coming off in turn three. Our cars are coming on in turn three. And they're getting a white flag. The next lap, they're green. Yep. In, in asphalt racing, we drag it out. We do a cool down lap. We pull off the track. And then all of a sudden, it's, well, we got we got to wait. Uh, okay. It's, it's five minutes. Now we'll bring the next heat on. Yeah. And we'll do five laps before we get everybody sorted up. Really? Throw the white flag. Yep. You know, and I've said that. And, I, and I've said it to Doug. I've said it to John. Throw the white flag. When we come out on the track, give us one lap, throw the white flag. Yep. If, if you're not where you're supposed to be, punish the guy. Yeah. You know what the lineup is. If you're supposed to be in fourth place and you're in third because you didn't follow the thing, when the green flag gets thrown, you were supposed to start in fourth. Doctor guy. Yep. He's a guy or girl. They're not going to make that mistake twice. The next time they're going to be in the position they're supposed to be in. Yep. Make the fans happy to be there and, and not feel like they're in the way. They yep. need to be entertained, move the show along, start the race. When you say the races start at 6.30, the races need to start at 6.30. Yep. Not at 20 to 7. 6.30 is the start time, and we're done by 10. Yep. Right? If you want to come over and hang out in the pits afterwards, come on over. But don't drag the show on. Don't have a half-hour intermission. For what reason? Yeah. If you start the show at 6.30, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, You can't work for three and a half hours without getting a 15 or 20-minute break? Yeah. No. If you... I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> I, I, went off, I went off again. Hey, you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that because sometimes things like that need to get said. Well, right? you could do three hours with me because all the years that I've been going to the track, <laughs> the things, the things that upset me, bathrooms upset me. I need to do an episode where I just hand you the mic. I don't say a damn thing. You get everything you want to say off your no, chest, yeah, you and I'll sit here and record. Yeah. No, yeah, you have, you have, <laughs> you can't do that. Because I, I would I wouldn't be able to walk into a track again because I would <laughs> I would get hammered. But you know, they, like again, it, it tracks. If we used to go to Ranceville, you'd pee along the fence. Yeah. Because because inside the bathroom was just a trough, so just go pee along the fence. Yeah. The women would have a lineup to go in the bathroom. Okay, so tell your girlfriend or your wife or your sister or your mother, we're gonna go to Ranceville. Yeah, I don't want to go. Why not? Yeah. Because when I got to go pee, I got to go stand in line for 20 minutes. That shouldn't happen. You look after the fans. 100%. Look after the fans when it comes to food. Look after the fans when it comes to restrooms. We, just, we could just keep going on. <laughs> but I'm sure we're at an hour already. We're, we're about 
Yeah, we're about an hour and a about uh I was on here for about ten minutes, so about an hour and I'd say about fifteen minutes or so. So far. I I try not to talk too much. You do a terrible <laughs> job when you come on here. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I can just like give you a, a simple question and you'll go on for 15 minutes. And I'm okay with that because you make my life as an interviewer the easiest ever. Because I can just say two sentences, a few sentences here and there, just chime in with a yep, nope, uh huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> interviewed once in uh, Berlin. Yeah. Uh, me and Doc Roper, uh, the reporters showed up, asked us to show up at the track at two o'clock. Uh, so we showed up, did a couple of laps. They asked some questions. And the same thing, it was like a 30 second spot on their news program. And, uh, it, it was about a 35 minute interview <laughs> and afterwards he goes you you should do this for a living like like <laughs> you're entertaining and you get you you start talking about stuff and make people think it's like yeah no I, you always I get, have every I time I, we've had a conversation we've had you've you've sat there and made me think a lot of times i would like to have so those people that are listening that like me Thank you. Those those people that are listening that think I'm a dick, I'm not. I, I really am. I really am a nice guy, and I do anything for you. But uh, if you didn't give me a chance, you didn't give me a chance. But I'd like you to have a call-in show. You, you know what? Call in. Ask me whatever you want. What I, I want. Uh, ask. What I typically do. I. Does it? Well, they don't get... post those. You say post. And ask what you want to ask. Nobody asks. No. No, nobody asks. They need to DM you. They can't, they, you can't put the question. So when you say that, you yeah. can't put the question on the Facebook. It's easier on my Instagram to do that than it then is. Everybody on has a chance to read the question. Yeah. Right. Right. But if but if they put it out there on Facebook, everybody got to read the question. It doesn't matter now. So yeah. Uh, I don't know whether people have questions, but ask away. I'm, 100%. I'm closer to the end of my career than I am the start of my career. I've had a lot of fun in racing. I've met a lot of great people. I've met a lot of, oh yeah, this is a podcast. Met a lot of, met a lot of assholes. <laughs> uh, a lot of people that I would never have over for supper because they think they're better than everybody else. But you know what? I've, I've done what I can to make racing good. Yep, and I hope that I continue. Uh, I mean, Adam's son Connor has never raced a car before. Yep. Okay, he's going to drive one of my. Car. I bought a car. Yep. I bought a car that he can race. Um, he, uh, what is it? He raced. He came, he came out once, I think. Well, he came out once with the twenty-five car and blew up and hit the wall. And then you let him hand. drive your car for the feature. Yes, I I I. Park my car and let him him drive it. Let him drive it. And and there's people that came up to me that night and go, Are you nuts? Like, Matt, hey, maybe we'll get a new driver in the club that really enjoys racing. And the fact that he's young too, it it helps bring in it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hate to say it, but like the the younger people that get into the club are gonna help keep this division alive this club alive oh 100 a lot, lot longer than you we know. need people that weren't so adam raced with us so yep he him and connor i can't even put them in the group 
We need people that have never had anything to do with the club. Yeah. Like Jeff Kells, Dale, Dale Lucas. Yep. Never had anything to do with the club, but loved the club from afar. Yep. That are now racing in the club. hundred percent. Um, the Murdochs, another the one. Mur- the Murdochs, the Kennys. Yeah. Now the Kennys weren't involved with the club, but they, they, I've known, I've yeah. known Mike. You've known them for a long for time. 35 years. So, um, and, and, uh, and I watched Michael grow up. So, but though, but the people outside of our club, like Megan Mitchell. Yep. I'm sure she would love to drive a hobby car just from uh, seeing her post. Like she just loves racing. Yeah, she does. Um, Caitlin Wallace yep. uh, loves, loves racing. And, and I've said, I've said that to you. I've said that to her, uh, she's more than welcome to drive my car anytime she wants. Yep. Um, I've, I, I think she, I think she's good for racing. Yep. Uh, she's a pretty girl that's smart and I think has a little bit of talent and with some coaching could be a good driver. But I think females in racing is an important, my daughter's 16 has no desire to race. She tells me now that she wants me to teach her, but that's because I'm her dad. She wants me to. Yeah. Think she wants to drive a race car. She doesn't want to drive a race car. It's loud and it's fast. And if I'm driving, she would sit in the passenger seat and hoot and holler and have a great time. (laughs) But I, I don't think she would be uh, – I don't think she'd be a competitive driver because it, I think it would scare her. Uh, yeah. I think when it comes to Caitlin, she's already, she's already seen that fear from driving the mini stock. She knows what it's like to hit the wall. Hey, I, I put it out there to her. Anytime she wants to drive the car, just give me a call. Uh, I'm going to put her in a car on a, on a practice day on a Tuesday. And if she likes it, she can drive my car. She's not going to drive it for the full season because I'm still not old enough to retire, but I, I still enjoy racing. But I want to see more girls in racing because yeah. I, I honestly believe whether it's NASCAR, whether it's short track Saturday night racing, there's no reason why a female driver can't run as good as a male driver. Yeah. It, it, it would definitely would be a lot nicer to see a lot more um, like we do have Amanda Stoner currently driving in the, in the yep. club as well, yep. but it definitely would, it would be nice to see, um, more female presence in, in the club and yep. more people getting involved in the, in the club in, in a variety of ways. Yep. More people of color, more people, more females, yep. I, like the diversity in racing, whether it be female, whether it be people of color, it doesn't matter. Isn't there. Yep. Bring it on. Yeah. You're more than you're more all of y'all, you're more than welcome. Yeah, more than welcome. We'll do what we can. Reach out to me. We'll do what we can to, to get to get you out there. Oh yeah. I just want to see racing as a whole grow and and all of this social media stuff, the stuff you're doing. That's it, that's awesome for racing. Yeah, I'm just okay. trying to do my my part in to help grow the sport and to leave whenever I'm just dis- whatever I decide to kind of not walk away from racing, but kind of am done with, um, with this. And hopefully by then I, I have people doing this for me. I'm no longer just yeah, yeah. doing this myself. I hope I leave racing, um, no matter how small of a contribution I leave, I hope to leave it a little bit better than when I first came into it. Well, I don't, I don't see 
what you're doing is you having a personal agenda. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of things that happen in racing, it's all personal agenda. It's yeah. What, what can I get out of racing? What can yeah. I get out of the pocketbook of the team owners and drivers and so on and so forth? And, and I'm not seeing that with what you're doing. That's why no. I support what you're doing because it's, you don't get paid for anything you do with the club. Nope. And, and you put hours and hours. It's what you're doing with Jomo Media, uh, I, I mean, that, that's a business, but you're not going to retire on it. Nope. Have, I'm not planning have, to. Have have fun doing what you're doing. I, yeah. I, I appreciate it and, and keep doing what you're doing. Like you're supporting the teams that you're supporting. Yep. And, uh, and, and the ones that reach out to you, it, it's good. Oh, yeah. It's good. The it's always kind of funny because I, I I never thought it would actually I'd me I'd make it to what am I at twenty five episodes now yeah I would never thought I would make it I would never thought I would had people reaching out to me coming on here and asking like hey can I come on I would have never thought out thought that when I first started this so to see it kind of flourish and people are like hey can I come on like you wouldn't be doing it if the numbers weren't working for you exactly so I, I'm keep, still doing this keep doing what you're doing yeah thank keep you John. Doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing. You're good. You're good for the sport, and we're gonna we're gonna keep going on, and yep. uh, we're gonna keep building the club. You're yep. part of that. Yes. Um. I we're. I'm hoping that we can have a banquet this year. I'm looking forward to that. If we do, uh, if we do, I mean, we got we got uh, Dave Elliott, Ed Askin, John yep. and Frank Caselli, Dave Franks. Who am I missing? that are all going into the hall of fame. Oh, I don't remember the last, I think there's five names, right? Uh, that's five that I just mentioned. Yeah. I think it's five. I don't think I'm missing one, um, but they were supposed to go in last year and the year before. And yeah, um, let, let's get that looked after because the people that support the club need to be recognized. And yeah, um, let's, let's get a banquet. Let's get, like I talked last time on the podcast that, we want to have that sponsor day at the track and invite the fans and come on out and see the cars and uh, yep. let, let's get to that point. So I, I, hopefully we do get to that point this year. Get out the, the people that are listening, get out there, get vaccinated. Get, yep. Never, never mind all the crap and all the, you know what, get out there and get vaccinated. Let's get back to being normal. Exactly. I, I fully agree with that. I'm obviously in a, uh, an area where I'm not allowed to get it yet because I'm only uh, 28 years old. But yep, uh, when that opportunity arises, you can bet I will be going out and and yep. getting myself a vaccine that uh, uh, will work for me. So, yep. I, I hope that I just want to get from, back so. to being normal. I want to 100. I want to go to the racetrack and see fans and have them come over and sit in my car and that, yep. and not have to worry about who's going to get sick and who's going to die and and all the politics on that end of it. So let's let's uh let's get back to being normal let's get back to turning left and going fast 100 percent um that's gonna wrap us up for tonight john um as always thank you for coming on um as much as you say you're a shy guy you're definitely uh our one of our best interviews going forward um you're still one of my best interviews uh that i've had so far so um thanks again for coming on for episode your third episode technically Cause I just split the first one in two. Um, you gotta split this one now too. No, I'm not splitting this one. This one's going all no. out in one shot. I'm not, I'm not splitting this one. I've only got an hour and a half. So you know what? That's perfectly fine with me. Yeah. I, I, as I said, last time, a, anybody, anybody in the racing world, 
if you just want to talk racing, reach out to me. If, yep. if you got ideas, reach out to me. I, you know what? We need to build this. We need to get, we need to get seats in the, or uh, seats in the seats. We need to get butts in the stands. We need to get promoters out there promoting. We need announcers to announce and entertain. And uh, I, I prove, I've proven, I've proven that racing isn't what's good for me. It's what's good for all of us. Like it, I, I'm not doing this to get any. Um, I'm not doing this to get a pat on my back. I'm doing this to build racing and and have a show. So when I do yep. decide to retire, that I can go sit in the stands and enjoy going to the racetrack and have yep. fans there and have cars there and have people there and let's let's just keep doing it, keep pushing forward. Absolutely. Uh, well, John, you have yourself a good night. All right, Jonathan. Thank you and and thanks for what you're doing for racing. Thank you, Sarah. You have yourself a good night, and we'll talk to you later, all right? All right, man. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right, guys. That was our conversation with president of the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds. That was Mr. John Carley. Um, Make sure to keep check out uh, the Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Vintage Mods. At Vintage... uh, I believe it's at Vintage Modifieds on Instagram. At Vintage Mods on Twitter. And as well, search up Canadian Vintage Modifieds on Facebook. I will have the links to um, the uh, the pages on the post on our uh, fa- social media pages on Joe Media. So, guys, head on over, click a link, follow, like, subscribe, guys. Uh, head us, hit us up on YouTube. Uh, I think it's why uh, Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds, I believe, or just CVMs. Um. Yeah, guys, we want to thank John for coming on. It's always fun chatting with him. Uh, I feel like it's uh, <laughs> I always love when he comes on. It's it's great just uh, getting him on onto a certain path, and he just goes down a rabbit hole for me. And it's uh, I always love listening to him talk about racing, and that's what the show is about, you guys. That is the ultimate goal of this show is to talk, come on, have people come on who's who are in the uh, who are in Canadian motorsports and talk racing. That is the exact goal of the of this show. That is why we do what we do here. Um, I got nothing else for you guys this week. Um, we are, if you would like to come on, uh, feel free to message me, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jumbo Media. Um, and you know, come on next week. We'll we'll have a preseason chat about what's going on with your season, um, or if you're already racing. Uh, reach out to us, guys. Uh, all ears. Would love to talk to you, even if I don't know you. Um, I knew a lot of these guys I've, I've talked to over the last 25 episodes. But it is always fun when I get to talk to someone new and uh, pick their brains a little bit and actually get to learn more about them and why they got into motorsports. That is the reason why we do this show. Um, as always, guys, make sure you guys are supporting us. Um, head on over to our links in our bios on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Check out our link tree. Uh, buy up some Jumbo Media uh, apparel. True North Racing Podcast Apparel um, and help support us in any way you can. I do have stickers as well, guys. $5 each. Message me personally on um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, and we I can ship them off to you guys as well. Uh, they're 5 bucks a sticker. Um, if you want to work with me, obviously the stickers come free. So, guys, uh, I got nothing else for you guys this week. Hopefully, I will have uh, who knows what will happen next week. Um, but stay tuned guys. Um, 
that's it for me this week. Uh, as always, guys, you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jumbo Media and Promotions. Make sure you guys check out the driver's seat. Um, make sure you like, follow, subscribe them on uh, Anchor.fm, Spotify, and uh, wherever our podcast will air once it's available. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know I just rounded about that. Sorry, guys. But uh, once again, my name is John Morrison, guys, and you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jumbo Meeting Promotions. We will see you all next week. Have a good one, guys.